What is up? My name is Casey Budge, and this is Western Soundbites, the midweek mini pod where I talk about anything and anything I want. <laughs> it's a break from our normal talking about country music and rodeo and anything else that I feel like in that kind of genre, but these midweek mini pods are where I'm going to dive into stuff that I want to explore more in the main show, but I don't exactly know where to put in, so I decided to start doing these. These won't be every week, this will just be when I have time to produce and edit and put these out, so without further ado, we'll go into a short commercial break and then we'll go right into the episode. A 1930s adaptation of Homer's Odyssey, based in Mississippi, follows the story of Ulysses Everett McGill and his two companions, Delmar and Pete, as they escape from a chain gang, and they set out to recover the loot of a bank heist, um, and they are confronted with all sorts of interesting characters like bank robber uh, George Babyface Nelson, which he does not appreciate that nickname, a cyclops, sirens, a campaigning governor, his opponent, a KKK lynch mob, and a blind prophet who warns the trio that the treasure you seek will not be the treasure you find. And this movie, is amazing if you haven't watched this I highly recommend that you go watch it because I'm gonna talk spoilers now okay I assume that you paused the podcast and went and watched the whole movie and like wasn't it great I know it was great you know it was great we all know it was great but I love this movie me and my family watched it the other day and the soundtrack alone is phenomenal Starting off with uh, You Are My Sunshine, and then uh, Down by the River to Pray, and I'm a Man of Constant Sorrow, uh, sung by the Soggy Bottom Boys, who are legends because they (laughs) came in to this recording studio because they heard that a man would pay him $5 to sing into a can, and... They were more than happy to, along with their guitar accompaniment, and I wasn't stuttering there necessarily. I that's that's kind of a quote from the movie, but you know that because you wouldn't watch it, right? So the Soggy Bottom Boys become a radio sensation known far and wide. They also run into the governor, who is stuck in his old ways, and a new governor who is more forward-thinking, or so they think. But it turns out that that's kind of flipped on its head at the end, and the old governor pardons them at the end. But this movie deals with so many really interesting things, because the sirens show up from the Odyssey, and they tempt the men, but they end up not 
eventually being tempted and they um, at one point they think that one of their companions has been turned into a frog but uh, which is another reference to the Odyssey when a bunch of the main character's crewmates get turned into pigs by Cersei on a, on a soft side tangent. I've, if you guys have listened or read to any Percy Jackson books at all, one of my favorite moments of all time is when Percy goes to Cersei's island and he gets turned into a guinea pig. I think that is the most clever reference to the Odyssey there was because not only is that adapting it to a more modern standard, but it's taking it in a, in a direction that's super funny. But they also run into a one-eyed Bible salesman who stands in for the Cyclops. They run into a blind radio host who st stands in for Homer himself, actually, because he is spreading the story of the Soggy Bottom Boys, and he's telling <laughs> that everyone wants to them to make a record because they are just so hot on the radio when he recorded them, and <laughs> this movie plays with themes of race and themes of class struggle and themes of change versus conservatism and it's a really interesting look at the 1930s plus the star studded cast this movie features George Clooney John Turo Tim Blake Nelson it also has Chris Thomas, King, it has ju just some absolute stars in this cast. John Goodman, Chris Thomas King, and many, many others who you would surely recognize. The three are our three main cast are lovable losers for most of the movie who are just trying to scrape by and this movie tells that even when they get back and they get pardoned in it you think that everything has worked out for them there's still more trials to come and that's reminiscent of the odyssey as well because when the main character of that gets back he still has to face off with the suitors and that happens here even when he returns he has to face off with the suitor as his daughter is quick to point out that the man courting his wife is he has to face off with him and he does eventually get his wife back but it's it's such a they did such a good job on this this is directed by the cohen brothers who i i didn't realize that until i was doing this podcast but yeah it's directed by the cohen brothers which is amazing they're such talented directors and they've done so much good stuff i know that this movie is beloved by a lot of people but man this is one of my favorite movies of all time it's 
such a cool look at the 1930s. It's such a cool look at the beginning of country music because a lot of country music came from cowboys playing their guitars around a campfire, but a lot of modern country music and where country music got its kind of oh modern start where it became popular was these guys offering to pay people money to sing into their cans and so people came down out of the Appalachian mountains and and excuse me for my pronunciation of Appalachian I'm from the Northwest Midwest whatever and uh, so I probably don't pronounce it correctly but it's a story of heartbreak it's a story of being exploited because not only would these guys only pay them five dollars to record their songs they wouldn't give them any royalties they wouldn't give anything like that so these people who are incredibly talented musicians would come down record their song into a can and then get nothing from it after the initial five dollars so these guys were pretty exploitative and not all around good people and I'm not saying that the country music industry has changed a lot because if you're not a big record name or if you're not willing to conform to what country music wants you to be and what these big studios want you to be right now you're not gonna get a lot more than five bucks and not saying that you can't make it as an independent songwriter you definitely can and if you are an independent songwriter and you listen to this please come on the show I want to talk to you because I love this independent music industry I love people being able to share their creative and unique vision for what their songs want to be and so I love that and I love that this movie sorry I got a little sidetracked there but this movie holds my heart it's one of my top five favorite movies of all time the music in it is incredible if you want something to listen to and want a really diverse but really talented soundtrack go listen to this soundtrack because it is one of the best this movie is a definitely watch I would tell you to watch this it gets a little dark at some points so a little bit of your discretion advised but it's a great movie and I really hope that you watch it and I really hope that you enjoyed this soundbite thank you so much for listening and please come back to listen uh, to our Sunday episode this week's Sunday episode will be Coulter Wall I'm doing one of his albums but you have to stick around for Sunday to see what that episode is go check out our social media and thank you so much for listening all right bye-bye